Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, hey everybody, welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. I'm just... Uh, hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey. And hey. let's hey. not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. You know what they say. We're not here for a good time. We're here for a long time. That's yep. right. <laughs> yep, that is what they say. You gotta know when to hold them. No when to fold them. No, no, no folding. No, no long there's time. no folding. Well, that's what you gotta know when. We, we ain't there we, yet. We, we have no victory shots. I'm sipping tea over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a very it's what alcoholic free sprite over here. Yeah. yeah. This is a very sobering episode. It is a sobering episode, folks. Lots to talk about here this uh Monday, Tuesday for you. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> It'll be Tuesday by the time we finish this thing. Uh but yes, lots to talk about. Obviously, we've got this last game to look at. We've got a fresh might lift your spirits, brisket abroads a celebratory fan focus and as always a hefty ask bolt fam but let's hefty 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 that's right oi 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 no wimpy wimpies <laughs> over here folks no nothing but hefties um <laughs> so i mean looking at this game obviously this is not the game that went the way that we expected it to go mm-hmm. it's unfortunate mm-hmm. uh but we are shamelessly positive here at the charger chat and so we look for the shamelessly positive things to look at. Yeah. And one of which, in fact, I would probably say the biggest one, is Justin Herbert now has the most games by a player with over 300 passing yards in his first three seasons. The record is set. His name cool. is there. He did it hey. by, what week are we in? 13? Yep. So no asterisk of like, well, it took him 17 games or something like that. He did it in did the it with some time. room to spare. That's right. Air and a spare. So congratulations, Mr. Herbert, for setting the record, putting your name in the history books for probably quite some time. I don't know who could possibly throw that record off, but definitely one of the positives to look at uh, this game. Um, one of the factual things to look at for this game. <laughs> one of the things we don't usually talk about. It's not but... a positive. It's not a negative. It's just a fact. Uh, Timo Risk or Risque. I like Risque. I like Risque. It's, it's way better. Yeah. Yeah. AKA PFF Moo tweeted out <laughs> Max Crosby and Chandler Jones both lived in the Chargers' backfield. They combined for 21 pressures in one game. So I just want to talk about this offensive line real quick. Like, 
I haven't seen anything quite like that, like ever. Like I haven't seen a complete. There was some real collapse of a pocket. There was yeah. some real 2019 Philip Rivers goodbye year vibes going. Some I think even worse Tevis than that, dude. That was Dan Feeney's. Oh, I would gladly have Sam Tevy and Dan Feeney in that lineup. Yeah, it was it was it was hard to watch, man. It was really just you you wait for the offense to get on the field because but but you see what Justin can do. You give him an opportunity where he's on fourth Eight down and eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, so there's that, and then I just want to say um, a big uh, you suck ass to Max Crosby. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that video of him Poke poking Jamari's eye, Jamari yeah. Sawyer in the I eye. I couldn't believe that. He I is, saw him doing that live, and it was just like, what? How are they? How is that not? I mean, I gotta hope that there's at least there's a gotta fine be a coming. Fine. There's gotta be. Week. There has yeah. to be. It's all over the internet. That right guy's yeah. an utter, utter shithead. Yeah. So utter yeah. dickhead. Screw that guy. But in terms of our offensive line, man, I it, and I don't understand, Kyle. Tell me, like, I don't understand why we were still running plays where it required Justin to stay in a pocket that wasn't going to exist. Like, why mm-hmm. was he not rolling? Why? Every time he got sat, sacked or got hit is when he had to step up in the pocket. He wasn't getting sacked off the edges. It was the it, it was clap. Clap is not not it. He is not it. He's not Lindsley. He is not Lindsley. He is not. He made much. Yeah, he made Jerry Tillery look pretty. Impressive. Looked like a fucking stud muffin. And that yeah. guy sucks, by the way. Like, okay, now you want to figure out? I know. How to play that's what I was gonna football? say. We wasted a first round pick on you. You give us four years of absolute dog crap. Now all of a sudden you're good at football because you have something to play for. Yeah, you're you know, mad. Like, you didn't Fuck have anything to play for for us. That's I don't cr- know. Yeah, that's I, that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, dude, you you. You need to get mad. You need something to do. Like, whatever. It was a joke. Um, But I just, I don't understand why we didn't try and plan for more rolling. Get him out of the pocket that wasn't going to exist. Make him, you know, make those crazy throws that got our our one touchdown to Keenan Allen. Like, I don't know. I I was in, I was in kind of shock with what was happening with our offense yesterday. Other than uh, Kelly looked pretty darn good when you handed him the ball. He was fighting for yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I I I can't give you answers. I, I don't I don't know really anything. I don't know how, I don't know what how we got here. I don't know how 6 and 6 is a reality for our football team when in reality like we've won a ton of really tight close games that could have gone either way. It's like I don't I'm so confused. Like I'm I'm shamelessly positive that we'll turn this thing around and I'm putting those vibes out into the universe so that we can get a dub on Sunday night against the Dolphins. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I really don't like play calling. I don't know what the idea, we don't have an identity. We still, we still do not have an identity around what our offense is um, because it's like, Oh, we're the short underneath passing team. We play the Raiders and it seems like we're sitting in the pocket for a really long time, waiting for stuff to develop downfield, like all of a sudden. And, it's just, yeah, it's very, very bizarre. Like a team that's pass rushing this crap out of you, you'd expect to see a couple screens, which we love to run. We run a gajillion screens a game. Now those have kind of shut down a little bit this week. Like didn't see nearly as many screen attempts. It, I don't know. It's just a very bizarre coach is still trying to figure out what like week to week with who we have and what our identity can be. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and it was crazy too because everyone's so pissed off about this yards, you know, how much we're giving up on the run game in terms of our defense. But our defense played crazy that start of that game. Like they had yeah. us in that pick six. Like they, yeah. you know, they were they were stopping everything. And that then is, that that Devontae Adams touchdown to start the third quarter. Zalt was in perfect position. He was right there to make. Yeah, the play. He, that was I, not he touched, a matter of he like yeah. touched it too. Yeah, he touched the it ball. It was not a matter of like bad defense. It was just this that tech little bit of finishing a play. And Devontae right. Adams is ridiculously good at football. Yeah. Right. So it's like I don't I don't think the defense was I don't know they weren't great obviously but I don't think it was I don't that's the, that's just where the Chargers keep you. <laughs> I just feel like I'm stuck in this weird twilight zone of are we like. What are we? Are we are we okay? Like it looked okay. <laughs> are we okay? It looked okay, but it wasn't right. that okay. But they scored. But he's really good. But it was okay. It's like yeah. I don't know what to think. I yeah. mean, it was still a one possession game. That's that's how Charger games are. I mean, with the losses that we've had, we've gotten blown out, but we've had wins and losses that we've won by either a score or a point, or you know, they're just very close games. So at the very least, you can say that the defense was keeping us in the game. Yeah. Um, you know, because the offense really just couldn't get anything going. The touchdown didn't happen until the fourth quarter. <laughs> on fourth I mean, down. On a fourth down, throw fourth it up and twelve. There and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and super weird Austin fumble. Like I just don't it was just I don't know. It felt a little weird. uncharacteristic. We came out like I just feel strongly we need to start with the ball from now on. We come out in the second half, and we don't do shit with the football. There's no when point we in us having the ball to start the second half. Start no. the game, go fast, go hot, get as much as you can in the first half because the third quarter, the beginning of the third quarter, we we're not doing since, We haven't scored since week six in the third quarter. F-ing crazy. That is yeah. the craziest stat. And <laughs> we've been pretty, you know, defending, you know, the coaching staff a lot. There is something to be said for this continually being a problem on the offense. It right. really is. Adjustments, I don't know what's going on at halftime, but we're not doing much, guys. It's just well, a reality. Like you said, the, the offensive line wasn't doing anybody any favors. If anything, the run game was looking kind of solid. Like the Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly were getting some pretty solid runs there. Yeah. But when it comes to pass protection, you're asking a line that at one point, I mean, Zion Johnson left the game at one point. Yeah, yeah, we have four um, so, backups. So you got four backups in the offensive line. The only remaining starter was Matt Filer. And he's yeah, been of one, all of the, people. one of the lower rated of all of our linemen this year. When exactly. All this, when so, all of our guys are in. So you're asking for somebody to step up for Corey Lindsley, the guy who's a not only a team captain, but arguably the best center in the league. You're asking for a rookie to come in and step in for Rashawn Slater, arguably the best left tackle in the league. And then you're asking Brendan Hymas to come in for Zion Johnson. And you're asking for Foster Sorrell, who hadn't played an NFL snap since a couple of weeks ago to come and step in for Trey Pipkins, who's been doing pretty well. So it's like, I can't be all that surprised yeah. that the offensive just, line didn't hold their own. I can't believe own. there's such a big drop off in the NFL. Like you're still a professional football player on a roster getting yeah. paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. How is there that big of a drop off? Like I'm not I'm not saying like oh like I don't I don't know. I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer. No, it's for just, sure. I cannot believe that there's that gigantic of a drop off at all four of our backup spots. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. There's just a lot of college football players out there that you would assume there's enough to have too deep at every offensive line spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was just it was a rough game. Um, tough. It was very tough, tough game. We'll leave it, that where it belongs. Yeah, I mean, and for for anything for them to keep us in it, for Justin Herbert to keep us in it, 
all the way up until basically the last quarter. It's like we're not out of it until it's not over till it's over. That's and then, what's so crazy about this team. Yeah, we have a chance to win every single one of these games because we have Justin Herbert. It's right. just people getting in his way, people getting in the and and making more speed bumps than are necessary. But that's a great problem to have, really. Like we still have Justin Herbert, right? So anything is possible. Yeah, and there, there. When we say that there's still a possibility, we absolutely mean it. Because if you look over at Lindsey Theory on Twitter, tweeted out, despite yesterday's loss to the Raiders, the Chargers still have a 56.9% chance of earning a playoff berth per ESPN analytics. Our percentage so, went up than it did the previous week because of how some of those games Everyone else out. lost. Like, if we Pretty much. take care of business well, against we the were, Raiders. We were watching the games. Almost everyone lost. Remember that everyone last that that to... Broncos game? The yeah, Ravens? Broncos game, yeah. The Broncos are, they suck so bad, dude. Yeah, let's, oh hey, let's all be thankful we're not the Broncos. Just hey? be thankful. <laughs> Thanksgiving all over again. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, as we were talking about injuries here, uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted out about uh, Sebastian Joseph Day. We saw go down near the end. Uh, initially, he was still getting tests on his injured knee, but uh, the belief was it wasn't a major injury. Uh, but then it came out that he had a sprained MCL uh, that came from Brandon Staley, and the Chargers will know more later in the week if he will Please. play. So they did play. say if yeah. he, I we can't lose any more players. It just at some point it's just an unsurmountable. We're still um, at the hill. bottom of that t- tough list or buff list or whatever the most. We're going to be in the, the most injured now. We were oh, like yeah. 50. We're going to be in the 40s now after that game. It's Easily. just insane what's happening with these injuries. It's I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Uh, well, a slight glimmer of hope on the horizon. Uh, Daniel Popper tweeted out that Donald Parham is expected to return to practice this week. Brandon Staley said, activating his 21-day window. Parham has been on IR since November 5th. So another... Be great to, for be Justin good. Herbert. Yeah. He was clutch, dude. He's great to have. But we I just want our offensive line, dude. That's the most important we have, thing for me. Right we now. have no tight end to throw to right now. I thought we were throwing to Stone Smart there in yeah. the end of the, the, yeah. I mean, we, the We were like, who is that? Is that even eligible to yeah. go catch passes? <laughs> Adam right. said the same thing. He's like, who is that? He's like, Oh, With, it's smart. Because is, it was like, did an old lineman go downfield and catch a ball? Like, who <laughs> did was they that? declare as yeah. eligible? Is that yeah. was that okay? Yeah. Crazy. Tough man, it's, it's tough very look. tough. It's very tough. Um, and then uh, some other injury updates. This came uh, from Daniel Popper tweeted it out, but this came from Brandon Staley. Uh, Zion Johnson uh, ended up being a shoulder injury that took him out of the game briefly. Uh, he is day to day. Bryce Callahan uh, dealing with a core muscle injury is day to day. God, I love that guy. Pick He's six. Just, just Holy such shit. Best signing. One of dude. the best signings of this offseason. Hundred percent. Him and Matt. One, it feels hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, Corey Lindsley still dealing uh, with concussion protocol. So no real update from him yet. It's not good. Uh, Trey Pipkin's knee is day to day and Mike Williams ankle is day to day, but should practice this week. You need those guys. We need all, we need as many of these guys back as possible to beat the dolphins, dude. They're just, a. Uh, we're going to have to put up points. We're going to have to put up points to compete with them. It's just what it is. And we need, especially these offensive line, but we need Corey and we need Trey back. And if we can get, um, I'm just, counting on Zion already being able to play, but we need Mike back, dude. We need Mike and Keenan <laughs> out there on the field at the same time. We need our guys back. Like, I, this isn't, there's still so many guys that we don't, we haven't even talked about in weeks that are on the IR. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like our entire defensive lines on the IR. So I don't know. We just, 
to give us a chance to to do something, got to get these guys back. I'm just praying to God it happens. Yeah. Yeah, the the one I mean the big one that everybody is like when is he coming back is Joey Bosa and there's still really no still update. No. His on little him. tweet, his little Instagram story, that was not very kind. I I don't know if he was trying to encourage people. I was like, "Oh, he's coming back." He's, do that here. the week before you come back. Yeah, like do it as like a little He was probably getting a lot of people going like, "Hey man, we could really use you. Are you coming back anytime soon?" And he was just like, "Look, I would love to be out there right now. It's killing me to not be out there, but trust yeah. me, I'm working as hard as I can to get out there." So, I'm sure it was the masses were just probably clamoring and clogging up his inbox with DMs just going like, "Please come back." And he, he just needed to put out Bosa, something. Bosa, come back. We need some mm. extra sex. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Staley's quote uh, on his message to the team today regarding playoff standings. Staley said, they know where we are at in the AFC. They are aware that there are two teams with nine wins, two teams with eight wins. Then there are a couple of teams with seven wins. Then there are two teams with six wins. We... <laughs> Way to break it down. Um, Thanks, Coach. We a are lot of teams better than us. <laughs> we are a game out right now, and we are playing a team with eight wins this week. A team that is a good football team. A team that played a team that we played recently. <laughs> a dude acting like a dude <laughs> playing another, 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 another dude. So that felt like it's it's about this week. You guys have heard me say it after the bye week. The games do mean more as you go on every week. They are going to mean more and more because you are getting closer to the end. And there is a lot at stake in terms of positioning, but you have to pour yourself into that week. And that's where our focus is. It's on Miami. My focus is on getting our team back physically, getting a couple of players back and having a good week of practice and finding out how to win this game. That's what our approach is going to be this week. So I think if we do make the playoffs, it's going to be exactly how we're winning all these games. It is going to come down to the last week. And yep. we're going to be playing our game against the Broncos, right? Hopefully winning and then waiting to see what happens. I feel like I that's just, how it's going to finish up. Yeah, I just don't even, I don't even think about like playoffs. Who's winning? Who's I, losing? It's like, I, yeah, we it's just, just getting I just more see real. Us play better football. Yeah. Like, we right. have to Start win. there. Like, we, yeah. We've lost two, three out of the last four weeks. What are we yeah. talking about here? Yeah, right. so we need to start playing better form. football. If we're right. going to even consider squeaking into the playoffs like what's the point of squeaking into the playoffs if you have nobody on your roster everyone's hurt and you're playing like garbage you right. know like we gotta start playing better football we have to and so yeah it's just like when everybody's like you know what do you think the you know what what other weeks you're looking forward to it's like i'm just like staley it's like i'm just looking forward to miami that's yeah. all i can do is just look forward to miami and hope hope to see a better game hope to see a better team out there and on a positive note we didn't bring this up that Fake punt was awesome. Wow. Was yeah. super rad. And I yeah. appreciated that. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. The cameraman didn't even know what was going on. Like they did it and we didn't even get a view of the of the game. It was it yeah. faked everyone out. So, yeah. you know, at least at least they're trying that kind of stuff. Like, do what you got to do to win. I don't give a shit how it happens. Just, well, they got to like, yeah. I also love seeing Keenan fired up talking smack after his touchdown. There was a lot of smack talk on yeah. both sides of the teams. And obviously, yeah, for him to shut it down there with a fourth and 12 touchdown. Yeah. Well, they were just tackling him all game. Like that was clearly the, the, yeah. the game plan. Like let's tackle Keenan. If he takes some penalties, take some penalties. Which we're just going to tackle him on every play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they got away with one that. at the very end too, which yeah. was the, the sealed the deal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, well, uh, if you want to seal our deal, you can go on over to <laughs> patreon.com slash charger chat. Check out all the fun stuff we've got going on over there. Lots of fun, hilarious videos. And uh, we've got a couple new Patreon members. We want to shout them out. Uh, Bruce Gade hey, and Bruce. Hunter Palakpak. Hunter Palakpak. Great name. Great name. Awesome. Great Thank name. you guys for joining our Patreon. We greatly appreciate it. So if you feel like it, go on over to patreon.com slash charger chat. Check out some of the funny stuff, exclusive videos that we've got over there. And if you don't want to check that out, that's okay. You can go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our member section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Well, it's time to turn those frowns upside down because we've got our next segment. I expect nothing but big laughs from these two lovely ladies. It's time for Brisket Abroad. One, two, one, two, three. Well, there's no place they wouldn't try to hang out with Justin and his squad. Get ready to hear their positive thoughts. It's time for Brisket Abroad. <laughs> okay, whatever. The most important thing to remember is family, trust, and respect. Yeah. Yeah. Did we trick the Raiders fans so that they answered family, trust, respect? Yeah. And was it hard to do? Not at all. <laughs> They're dumb. They're so dumb. Look at this 
Look at this guy try and spell respect. RSVP, respect. Oh my gosh, I'm not even surprised. Do I feel bad for making fun of this guy? No. I wish that we could make fun of the Raiders fans more. I wish we had more footage of all the dumb things they say and do. Look at this dumb Raiders kid trying to catch football and he can't. <laughs> oh, what a loser. Oh my gosh, it was so dumb. He's so dumb. Look at this dumb kid trying to high five Kyle Van Noy and he's like, no, no you're, you're dumb. dumb. I'm glad I'm not a kid who likes the Raiders. Yeah, because then I'd be freaking dumb. <laughs> now we'll read a text message Mary received from her mother post-game. I hate to think of y'all at that game with all those dark-souled Raiders. They look so evil. Chargers number 10 is an angel, and Raiders number 10 is a demon. <laughs> yeah, Mom, that's so accurate. <laughs> Before we get into the five-point essay we wrote supporting Becky's claim, we should probably just like actually give you a recap of the game day and... Yeah. <laughs> well, to start it off, we had a pretty crazy travel day because we were in Connecticut. We needed to get to Las Vegas. So <laughs> Las Vegas. Hard, hard. There are two red eyes involved in this whole thing. Our brains are not functioning at the highest capacity for multiple reasons. Mostly we'll blame lack of sleep. Yeah. Also, we're sad. So our game day started at 7 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. We drove to the uh, Bradley something airport in Hartford. Virginia! Virginia! I don't know what that stands for. <laughs> and then we walked into the airport. We were, we were pretty pumped at this point. That wasn't even my best moonwalk. So then uh, we flew from Connecticut to Las Vegas. <clears throat> Mary wanted to be in tip top shape for the game. So she just did some light stretches and high knees in the aisle. Let's ride. Everybody loved it. We arrived in Las Vegas at 1.30 a.m. And then took an Uber to our hotel and apparently slept probably. And then had to wake up and get ready. And then we went and got to watch Chargers football. Which, hey, win or lose, we all got to watch Chargers football. Yeah. And let's be honest. What more could you want? I mean, you want them to win. Yeah. But at the end of the day, at least we're not Raiders fans. Yeah. Okay. There's something to be thankful for, you guys. Oh, I should also mention, I'm, I know we didn't win, but I was like, screw it. I want Justin Herbert to be close to my heart right now. I want to wear this because victory is in the eye of the beholder, just like Kevin says. Does Kevin say that? Yeah. It sucks to lose, it's true. Yeah, it hurts. But there's a lot of great things that happened yesterday. Um, we wanna make sure to give them their proper due. Like the Chargers tailgate. <laughs> <laughs>
great moments from the game like when Chris Harry walked by and we said his name and he looked happy that we said his name <laughs> he looks super excited like he knew who we were he pointed to us I mean you just saw in the clip I don't need to tell you another moment we loved was when Tom Telesco was walking under the tunnel and we yelled hey Tom Telesco and he looked up and waved This is exhilarating. Another favorite that will always be a favorite is getting to see Justin Herbert hug people. Uh. It's the best. Because he's an angel. <laughs> And we also said hi to Bash, and he smiled at us. And we love that. He was so happy at the beginning of the game. Um, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Our seats were over the tunnel this time, so that was pretty cool, getting to see them run out of the tunnel. <laughs> We should also talk about the stadium and the food. But it feels weird to talk about the Raiders Stadium, Allegiant Stadium, uh, yeah. as they call it. Um, it's like, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? It's a garbage place for yeah. garbage people who cares? and players. Who cares what it looks like? Who cares what the food tastes like? You're only going there because you have to. It's yeah. like school or prison. <laughs> but whatever, I guess this is what it looks like. Yeah. How would you describe it? It looks like a big, dumb Roomba vacuum. Yeah, a dumb Roomba. Yeah, it looks, the inside looks like you went to a funeral and someone died and you're all here just being upset about it. They do have really good music and a live band, and they play fun songs that just don't make any sense. They played Footloose. They played Footloose. They played. Ain't no mountain high enough. Good stuff that just doesn't belong. It doesn't fit the vibe. No. Like, what are you going for? Do you want this to be a good time? Well, then a different team should be here <laughs> with different fans. You should definitely keep the live band and the food, though. The food, stupid, but actually tasted pretty good. I, I hate it, and I hate that it tasted good. Yeah. Roll it.
it's funny that that hot dog looked like baby poop. Yeah. It's funny that they had to specify this was non-alcoholic ice cream. Um, so in between all of that, a football game happened. You guys know. Luckily, we have some cool friends who were able to get us into the uh, Winfield Club afterwards. We tried to dance our pain away. kind of went like, we'd dance for like 20 seconds and then one of us would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. And like, why? <laughs> why did we lose? And like, I freaking hate the Raiders. <sighs> and then you just like. Um, also one of my favorite moments, because Blake told all of his friends about my autograph book. So then they kept wanting to look at it. And so then it was just funny, like this like club setting of like these people like breaking it down, getting jiggy with it. And then these like two men just looking at this little book of drawings of their favorite <laughs> football players. Yeah, we partied there till we got shut down at 6 p.m. <laughs> They're like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We've literally never, time. never gone to a club. No. Can you tell? <laughs> we bid a respectful adieu to the Raiders Stadium. It was the adieu they deserved. And then who did we see when we were leaving, Mary? Who did we see? We saw Justin Herbert. We love you, Justin! We love you, Justin! Yeah, he looks like he's gonna be okay, you guys. Yeah. And on the real, we saw real Justin Herbert walking through the tunnel after the game, and he looked so sad. Sad, and that made so. me feel even more sad. So after we left the stadium, we made one of the best decisions we've probably ever made in our entire lives. And we definitely highly recommend this um, post loss. Get yourself a ride on one of them bike rickshaws. Yeah. You can't be sad on no. a rickshaw. And then we requested that he play Thunderstruck. Wow, I took that experience to the next level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is I'm howling at the moon. Oh, oh, oh. And then it was still five hours till our flight home. They were holding our luggage at the hotel. So we went and picked that up and then went to the lobby bathroom with the intention of changing it to normal clothes. But then we ended up just sitting on the floor and having some something like a mental breakdown. Uh, how do you feel? I mean, I have mixed emotions. That workshop was so freaking fun. But I'm also very sad that we lost. Oh, 
Okay, if, okay, you if I make this, the Chargers win the Super Bowl. <laughs> it, went, it went behind. First try. It went behind? It looks like it went in. It, it went behind. We did it. We are going to win. <laughs> we, we're squatting in this bathroom. Remember that day? Remember that day when we effing beat the effing Raiders? That was a great day. I'm so sad. Sucks. Day games are kind of the worst. Then you have the whole night to feel sad. It's only seven o'clock. Gosh, just so many more hours to feel sad. like this is important to share with you all because you know it's something we're all going through all right guys you're sad too right thank you for thank you for loving us and yeah. i love you too we love you guys so much yeah <laughs> just do it you can come on our next away game segment will be in denver <laughs> we better beat those Stinky Broncos. Broncos. Uh, show of hands, how many of us can relate to the brisket broths? <laughs> how many of us were crying in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, my own personal bathroom. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but that rickshaw looked awesome. Like that's the thing. That's the key, though, is like having something just to really fully take your mind off. Yeah, right. Something Full to flip a put flip it a in the other direction. Yes. Yeah. That made me that made me smile. So thank you, Broads, know, think, for helping. I think that. riding a bike might be a good like reminder. Like you're just it's just football. You know? Yes. It's just football. It's, it's just, just a game. Football. Yeah. Go ride a bike. <laughs> and victory is in the eye of the beholder. I, I've I've said this for That's years. It's not now. real. <laughs> I stand by it. It's just loved, not a real statement. I loved when she was holding her arms up to get a hug. From <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Next, please. <laughs> we're um, giving out hugs. Yeah, hey, we're giving them out. And Chris um, Avery's the man. Like I, I oh, love yeah. that guy. He's so good. Loved Chris Avery. Loved that Bash noticed him and gave him a smile. Yeah. Like, <sighs> and the ninja. He was fast. If you saw it, the the Telesco ninja was <laughs> yeah, very quick. Was, one second he was there, the next gone. he was gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, I, I, yeah. Being with the brisket broads, I think would be the best way to experience a loss. Yeah. Is being with them. Yeah. And so this was a little insight into being with them and I need to be alone. Do you? <laughs> I really do. Yeah. <laughs> this is my own I really thoughts. don't like being around other people when we lose. Sure. Yeah. No, every, to, like to each last, his own. We lost to the Chiefs on that Sunday night game. Right, and I yeah. immediately said bye to Kev and our friend Randy. Bam. And I just had, I had Quick. three hours in the car by myself and I needed every second of it. Hmm. Just, yeah. that's what I need. No, no yeah. bike, bike rides. There you go. It's, I, I, it's worth a try. Don't try to cheer me up. Fun. Just give me some time alone and then we'll, we'll bounce back. And there you go. And then we'll talk, we'll get on a podcast and talk about how crappy it was. And, <laughs> and then we'll bounce back. And we'll bounce back. It's all right. Okay. We will bounce right. back. I had to talk myself through that a little bit. Here we That's go. That's okay. 
Um, I hate the Raiders so much. So hate much. them so much, ladies. Thank, thank you, you so much for thank you, briskets. Enduring the awesome. uh, the stadium and the and the baby poop food and at the, least the food uh, was good. Hey, you got the, something and the non alcoholic ice cream. That thank makes for, sense for right? doing that. <laughs> that just makes sense to give um, a All right, well, it's time to go on to the next segment. It is fan focus, and do we want to celebrate before or after, Kevin? Let's, I think we should say it before. This was okay. our hundredth fan focus. Here we go. Wow. Here's our celebration. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we've come <laughs> a long you, way you? with fan focus. <laughs> oh, keep going. Keep doing uh, it. Keep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, uh, folks. Our hundredth fan focus. Let's see who is lucky number. 100. 100. All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we are super lucky to have Jenny from San Diego. What is going on, Jenny? Not a lot. Rough day after that loss yesterday, but still optimistic. Yeah, we were just talking about it. We, we hopped on and talked a little bit beforehand. I was like, okay, her energy is making me feel better. I've been on this like Raider bummed out day, but you know what? I'm feeling like it's turning. So let's uh, let's kick this off the way we always do. Jenny, how did you become a Charger fan? Well, we got to blame it on grandma. When the Chargers moved from Los Angeles to San Diego, she said to my grandpa, I think this would be a fun thing for us to go do together. So my grandfather went down and bought season seats. And they got the rest of the family involved. Their section was the cool section. Sundays were family days at the queue, right? But we liked sitting in grandpa and grandma's extra seats because they got two extra seats because that was the swearing section. Nice. Every time something bad would happen, this guy in the front row would stand up and he would go, ah, shit. And everyone would say it at the same time. And it was the only time we got to swear. Oh, my God. So we were always fighting over sitting with them as opposed to sitting with our parents because that was the better section. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. The grandma would swear at home, too, but we weren't allowed to swear in the there's, living room. There's nothing like a swearing grandma. You know what I mean? Just the honorary <laughs> grandma amazing. that just lets it fly. I have so much respect for those ladies. She was diehard, too. Like She took the losses. You think you're taking the loss bad when we would lose she wouldn't get out of bed. She would have a migraine. Oh, no. And her doctor would have to come to the house to give okay. her a shot. I love her. Yeah. What's her name? What's grandma's name? Grandma's name was Dorothy. Dorothy, Dorothy is my Warren. spirit animal. I love Dorothy. I'm so that's well, that's amazing to have somebody so diehard be the the matriarch of your family. And then how did that seep into your fandom? So she passed it on to my mom. And one of our one of our biggest memories growing up was in 1981 when we lost to the Bengals. Yeah. Bengals, not the Bengals. Yeah. We had gone outside to play. And I just remember coming inside the living room was dark. And I came running in the house and there's like from the corner of the room, there's like a, <gasps> and it was my mother sobbing and oh, I no. froze in the door because I thought someone had died. She was crying that hard. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, we lost the game. It was so oh, traumatic. 
That night, she bundled us all up and took us to the stadium when they came home. So they came off the buses and into a packed stadium with all of the fans. So as a little kid, I have like this great memory of that too. So then as I grew up and as my brother grew up, we both went off to college. I went to USC. He went to the Academy of Dramatic Arts. So we're in LA, but we're driving down every weekend. Yeah. We moved over by the Jumbotron. We had our own season seats. Those are some really rough, rough seasons for I'm a vet sure. there. I'm sure. <laughs> Brian Lee Farah. Um, Craig Wheelahan was our quarterback. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. So how how many games would you say you've been to? Well, I hadn't missed a game. I got my tonsils out when I was like two and a half, and I missed a game for that, or maybe two games. And then from then, I didn't miss a game until Norv Turner. Oh, my God. And wow. by the third season of Nor- North Turner, I was furious. I was letting the front yeah. office have it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Those years were so bleak, and I was so <laughs> angry. Um, but I wouldn't sell my tickets. That's something that I wouldn't do because I was too scared that they were going to go to opposing fans. Yeah. Because it sucked. That year, we were 1-15. in 15. Being in the stands and surrounded by opposing fans. Like there's nothing more demoralizing than that. Yeah, no, for sure. Except for when Craig Wheelahan leads you back in the fourth quarter to beat the Chiefs. I will never forget that. (laughs) Some drunk guy, three rows down, all the Charger fans are leaving and this drunk guy is going, come on, where are you guys going? You're going to miss the greatest comeback of all time. (laughs) Oh my God. And he was right. He was, he was totally right. Can't count us out. That was pretty amazing. Oh, that's crazy. And I remember that Norv Turner era. Like I remember always like driving around with my dad and it was always on sports talk radio. And I just remember everyone calling in and being so pissed off all the time. Um, and I, I, I'm feeling a little bit of that now. Um, and it's it's tough because you're kind of, you don't know where to stand. Like, I, this doesn't feel, Coach Staley does not feel like a Norv Turner to me at, yeah. in the slightest. So what's your kind of take on, you know, being upset with a coach or being upset with the coaching staff? Like, where do you kind of stand on where we are right now um, as the Chargers? Oh, it's so hard, man. I feel like, I feel like I'm at that point. I'm like that Tyra Banks gif where I'm like, we were rooting for you. I was rooting for you. Yeah. We want to believe in you. What are you doing? Yeah. You have so much talent. You're supposed to be the guy and you're just not figuring it out. But then you balance that with what does he have to work with right now? Defensively, like this is, insane i've never seen a season like this we've had bad injuries before but yeah what do we have one starting offensive lineman even left and i know that offensive lineman going down is a hashtag charger thing every season every season yeah. this season is excessive yeah so i'm more mad this season at telesco because he knew that we had holes and he didn't plug them but then 
is that his fault or is that the Spanos is being cheap? Because they notoriously sure. are. Yeah. There's a reason they don't have a good reputation among the owners in this league. Sure. So I balanced that with Joe Lombardi mm-hmm. because wanted to be there, loved that play call that won us the game, mm-hmm. the two point conversion. But this last week was bad. Just that offensive line. When we were talking, you know, Adam and I were sitting there, we're like, we're only going to be as good as this offensive line is going to allow mm-hmm. us. And what they didn't feel like there was much scheming to get opportunities, knowing that our, our there was no pocket, it was collapsing. So I, this was the first week where in that second half, like I was, I was just looking at the play calls, and I'm like, there's, are we trying to get Justin hurt? Like I'm not seeing what we're, what the thought process is here. He deserves better. Yeah. But also how crazy, like, that's the thing with this season. That's why I'm like, it's a miracle that we have six wins this season. That's what I try to focus on when I get frustrated because I was looking and I don't even think he has a top 25, top 30 receiver. No. Everyone's been so hurt. And he's fifth in the league in passing yardage. Justin Herbert is going to be Justin Herbert. Like, that's just the way he is. We have him, and that's like the saving grace for what the season still could be if we get a few guys back. We have him. We just need to have people not get in the way of Justin Herbert. And that's what, you know, it's just crazy. And I still think there's an injury thing because he cut. There's a few opportunities where you all, he, in the past, gets the first down, dives. Now he's like, like, there's just a lot of things going on behind the scenes. I don't think we fully grasp on it. So I'm, I'm still, it's just, it's a frustration. I just losing to the Raiders is like losing twice. It's like losing two games on the same day. I was so mad when we got Marty Schottenheimer as a head coach because I remembered his days with the Chiefs and how dirty he could be. And there was one game where we watched him. Our, for some reason, we can put a man on the moon, but we can't get play calls out. We couldn't at the yeah. queue. Couldn't get play calls out. And our headset went out. So to make it fair, the refs told them that they couldn't use theirs. He put one on Gunther Cunningham and hit him over in the corner. I didn't know I was that. so mad. Marty Schottenheimer So that is that? the man. Yes, that is the man who came to coach us. And I was like, I will never accept him. I will never, ever love him as a coach. And then Raiders Week came around. And Donnie Edwards was being interviewed. And he's like, you don't understand. This is a whole different level. He hates other teams, but he does not hate anyone as much as he hates the Raiders. And then I started to come around. <laughs> and then we started to sweep <laughs> Close them. Close to and my I'm heart. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is, this is the kind of coaching I want. If we can only win six games a season, can two of them be against the Raiders, please? Yeah, please. I just hate them so much yeah no it's it's the truth and i that was the game you want to win so you go seven and five and that just we'll see what happens you just got to stay positive we're prime time again hopefully we get some guys back on sunday night i'm still going to go in with the same excitement and love i have for this team that i always do maybe we'll win we'll see what happens it does yeah you never know we could get one that we're that we're thinking we're not going to win I'm going to be that drunk guy. Come on, guys. The greatest comeback <laughs> this season's ever had. Come with us. You know, that's going to be me the rest of the season. Right. So it's, And then when it yeah. happens, we'll be like, see, you knew. See, I told you guys, right? So 
Um, <laughs> so we'll see. It's exciting. We still got football left. And the, the worst feeling is when there's no football left. So we have football still. We still got, we still have some games left. There's still things that can be done. So we'll see what happens. I got I married on draft oh, day. Oh, you did? Oh, that, you got married yeah. on draft day. Well, my, the, my wedding coordinator fucked up. Okay. I was supposed to get married the, the Sunday before or the Saturday before. And he totally miffed and didn't get me the date. So he's like, but it's okay because I booked you the next Saturday. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like that is draft day. Yeah, I can't get married on draft day. Yeah. So we had to like move stuff around so that I could get married on draft day. And it was funny because I remember getting ready in the hotel room and you know they're doing my hair my makeup and i've got the draft on tv and then as i come down the stairs after the wedding into the reception the very first thing you see me do is look at my brothers and my cousins and go who did we take (laughs) who who did we take that year you know what i don't even remember okay that was a big day day. you had a lot going on you had a lot going on i did yeah. All, all I remember is I didn't even get a piece of my own wedding cake. Same. I didn't even get to taste mine either. Isn't that nuts? My mom brought my husband some, though. Here, honey. Here's a piece of cake. I'm like, where's my cake, mom? She's like, <laughs> go get your own. Thanks, mom. That's, <laughs> right. That's crazy. Well, you're a diehard. That is clear as day. So being a diehard, what is your best charger memory? See, the best charger memory, I would have to say. Well, the first best Charger memory was being there to greet the Chargers as they came home that night. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> when I was I was turning eight, I wrote Ed White. Offensive lineman. Like, why was I focused on the <laughs> offensive lineman? I wrote him a letter inviting him to my birthday party. No way. <laughs> And he got it late and he felt bad. So he wrote me back. Yeah, it was really, it was very, very kind of him. So that's a big memory. But another big memory was everything in our life sort of revolved around chargers and around seasons. So my grandmother was diagnosed with ovarian cancer uh, after 1994, after our Super Bowl appearance. So the 95 season she had her first chemo treatment the morning of our playoff game against the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, wow. And she made my grandfather book it early enough that she could be at the stadium in her seat by kickoff. After she had treatment. After she had chemo. Straight there so that she could be in her seat for kickoff. Wow. And I remember looking at her. And even though we were losing, she was cheering her heart out. And she was just so happy to be there. Wow. And that's that's who I learned from and that's who I emulate. We need we need more Dorothy's. We need more of those in our fan base. It's it's essential. It's it's that kind of thing. It's like no matter what's going on, like the Chargers can bring hope, can bring happiness, can bring whatever. So I that's just such a fantastic story. What a special lady. She was amazing. It's amazing. And it's been amazing, amazing talking with you, Jenny. I know we interacted your, our, in our, on our Patreon and we can't tell you how much we appreciate you for that, but you're, you're fantastic. And I, yeah, we need more diehards like you, Jenny, for sure. Well, we really appreciate your podcast. Thanks for keeping us positive. 
We're trying. We're, we're, hey, we're going to go down on this positive ship. We're going to be sinking. We're going to go to the bottom of the ocean, but we will rise for another season. It will happen. That's right. Yeah. And it may be another season with Staley people. So just prepare yourself. Yeah, we'll be okay. We're going to be good. So, Jenny, yeah. you're fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. It was so awesome chatting with you and uh, hearing all your amazing stories. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Jenny, for coming to sit down with Kevin. But huge shout out to Grandma Dorothy for That's basically awesome. setting the example of what yeah. of what a diehard fan does. Like, yeah. <laughs> planning chemo <laughs> so that you could still go to a playoff game and no matter what cheering your heart out uh until the very bitter end. And when you have somebody like that in your family, it really becomes who you are yeah. as like a fan. Like what you're setting the tone. You know, you're not gonna, you're setting the tone of what your fandom should be and then you have to match that energy. It's, it's yeah. leading by example. Yeah. yeah. And uh wow, just some awesome stories too. Like yeah. writing <laughs> was it Ed White for yeah. for a birthday party? Yeah. Lineman. yeah, that's crazy. Um, and the wedding with the <laughs> draft day yeah. wedding and just being that's so a, upset about it. That's, that's crazy. Diehard, die dude. That's wow, diehard right so there. Cool. I'd be pissed too if my wedding got scheduled. I know for you it. would be. I'd be real pissed. <laughs> You'd be so upset. I'd be, yeah. I'd be off to the side with a phone going like, <laughs> yeah. Best man, I need your help. Get on it. You had to bring up best man, huh? Sorry, to toss that out. I, I didn't. I did. I, I blew know Kevin it. Did. Sorry, Kyle. You're 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 a great man, Jenny. Just thank you so best. much for coming on and chatting <laughs> with Kevin. We again, we thank you so much for doing that, and we yeah, really appreciate you being a Patreon supporter as well. That uh, again yeah, means the world you, to Jenny. us. One more time, confetti. Thank you, hundred. <laughs> Hundredth, Jenny, thank you so much. Um, all right, folks, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Ask Bolt Fam. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Clean love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we started off with Big Daddy Ruiz, <laughs> who right. asked the question. Listen here, motherfuckers. If you still don't have a motherfucking account on Patreon and following these three motherfuckers because your broke asses can't afford 10 bucks a month, well, they offer budget accounts, okay? I shit you not. <laughs> it's worth every penny. They had me f***ing dying when Wooldog's parents were doing Stuart Little Voice. I tell you, this shit is worth every penny. All right, motherfuckers, here's my question. Would you motherfuckers ever consider trying something like Truth or Dab with all the other f***ing Charger podcasts? Also, I know I'm bringing back the past, but that's what my girlfriend calls me the plunger because I bring up old shit, okay? <laughs> These motherfuckers trying to call Herbert a social media QB. It's not our fault. The fucking NFL keeps giving the charges a shitload of primetime games and motherfucking Herbert makes God throws like that fourth and 12 to Keenan. Thank you, Big Daddy Ruiz. I, yes, I, thank you. I'm pretty sure it's certified fresh. Uh, I just did a little search in my um, handy... Um, uh, <laughs> and and I didn't yeah. see. So if, I, if I'm wrong, sorry, Big Daddy. But uh, Big yes. Daddy. Um and thank you for the for the shout out. I'm sure my parents love hearing uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you bringing up the Stuart Little voice. Um, That's awesome. 
All right. So would we do a truth or dab with other Chargers podcasts? I think I'd try it. It'd be too funny. Like I, I know, I know I would I would be hurting so bad. And there's comedy in that. There's comedy in pain. <laughs> there's comedy in pain. Yeah. There's, there's comedy always in comedy in pain. pain. And um, I'm, I'm here for the I'm here for the pain. <laughs> um, I would try it. I would have to research to make sure that like it wouldn't screw my throat up. Um <laughs> Because uh, this is a moneymaker, folks. So <laughs> if I, uh, I I don't have any sick days lined up, so I would I would have to do that. So it, worst case scenario, I wouldn't mind hosting it. <laughs> oh, you'd be that guy. Come I would, on, I would, you gotta I'd be happy to be it. that guy. We'll just work our way up. We'll get you some like super hot wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll just slowly work our way up and see if there's any any tickles. You know what I mean? Any tickles in the throat? Yeah. Well, let yeah, me, let me do some research. <laughs> let yeah, me let me fine. read up on it's it, milk. but. Turn out some milk. If it turned out that it wouldn't mess up my voice as much as I would hate to do it, I would do it. Of I'll do it for sure. I'm I'm in. I, I don't I'm do down. that shit. Yeah, I, do I do not like spicy food, but I think it'd be funny to watch. It yeah. would be funny. It'd, it'd be, be good painful. content. It'd be good. <laughs> that's what we are. We're we maybe that's a pa- maybe that'll be a Patreon thing. Us getting I maybe it should be. That'd be fun. Maybe. So Big Daddy Ruiz, thank you for asking yeah, the question. You. Let's move it on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. So I think Staley needs to just be a head coach if his D is so complicated that no one can run it unless perfectly healthy. It needs to change. I also am amazed 10 couldn't do anything with one starter on the O-line. If 10 had the time Carr had, 10 would have had 600 yards and 10 touchdowns. We are not healthy. Can't win with four-string O-line. 10 always gives us a chance, but it is what it is. My question. Is the team not adding people to help because they are saving money to pay 10 that huge check or letting them fail to pay him less? Spano sucks. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> no Sign voice off. today. No voice yeah. request. There's a couple people that said they didn't want a voice. Don't make this Don't make this Don't We're not, we're not having God. a good time here. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, this is serious shit. Um, yeah, these are... <laughs> I don't... I don't... Honestly, there's been a couple like players that you hear rumblings of, of like they're becoming available and we don't, we may have taken shots at them. Maybe our waiver isn't as high as some of the teams they picked them up. I don't know, but it's kind of odd that we haven't really picked up anyone, especially on the offensive line. The Dolphins just went and picked up Eric Fisher, finally got signed as a free agent. Wow, He's been sitting out there for a whole year and they lost one of their guys that their tackle they put on IR. So they swooped up Eric Fisher and it's like, that guy's been sitting there a long time. Like, there's been guys out there. I don't know. I really don't know. Because you you can't be confident with Foster no. Sorrell and, like, the guy, Will Clapp. The guys Claps that are the right now for playing me. for us. So, it's yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure. I don't think it's a matter of saving money. I, yeah. If I, there's somebody that much better, you got to bring them in. So, right. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just a, a poor... Uh, or maybe good. I don't know. It's like you don't know what's going to happen. If you were to go with some of these guys and bring them in, it's not a guarantee that they're going to do any better. So yeah, it's for whatever reason, our personnel department does not like anyone that's out there over what we have currently. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a money thing. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those grasses greener, but maybe there is some some something to be said for that, you know, because we're just not the offensive line. What we got I haven't seen anything working. quite like yeah. that yeah. that we saw on Sunday. What we got isn't green. No. Um, that grass is dead. Dead grass. Um, so it, it's hard to say. I can't imagine that they're letting him fail to pay him less. That that doesn't seem that like... That seems a little... Yeah. The, yeah. I, I doubt that that's tin, the case. A little tinfoil hat-y. A, a little, little bit. bit. But 
but hopefully that's not the case. But it's a good, I mean, it's a good question. I, why they're not adding personnel through, through the amount of injuries that we have sustained, I, I don't know. And it has to be just that whatever they think is out there can't be better than what we currently have, but what we currently have ain't it. So yeah. House of Hain, thanks for asking the question. Let's move it on now to OM Run, who asked the question. Is it asking too much to pressure Derek Carr once all game? That was unreal. They, it was unreal. They we and we were blitzing too. And they that offensive line just picked up everything we threw at yeah, them. Yeah. Everything. Um, they weren't just like rushing for, and that was what we were trying to do to get back to them. They were bringing it all. And the fact that we still didn't get to him at all and got a pick six and he still was Derek Carr. You know what I mean? He had a couple good plays there at the end to 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 lock it up, but I don't know. I that was that was really frustrating. Like the almost because he's not a scrambling quarterback. He doesn't move very fast. You just need to get to him. And Rumpf isn't able to do much right now. I don't know what's going on if he's still hurt or what. But and then they put all the all the attention on Khalil. So it was just it was very frustrating to watch. It was, yeah. Um. All right. Well, there you go. Oh, him run. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Zachary Shelton, who asked the question. <clears throat> Is this team wasting the talent of Herbert? I don't know, dude. This is hard because this is such, and everyone's like, that's an excuse, but this is such an injury-riddled season. Like, yeah, I guess you could say that they are, but they're not doing it intentionally. They don't want any of these guys to go down and get hurt. You know what I mean? I just, I I don't see, there is something to be said for him, you know, being Justin Herbert, still being able to do what he does without the supporting pieces, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I don't know the correct answer to that. I think I think the I think you are wasting his talent, but I don't think it's intentional. It's not like I don't know. I, I, obviously, you want to say that the coach aren't good enough, and that's why it's wasting the Joe Lombardi. I think Joe Lombardi can be an effective coordinator with with the Jimmy Garoppolo's and the Andy Dalton's. You know, you don't need a superstar quarterback to to accomplish his offense. So I think to some extent, maybe um, you're not taking advantage enough of his ridiculous ability. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you don't see him run the ball. Like you said, Kev, you don't see him rolling out of the pocket pretty much at all. And I know a lot of that was due to the injury, but like it's time now to start. Um, He, how many first downs has he picked up with his feet this year? Like it feels like so few. He's Mm -hmm. sliding Um, first thing. Like they're making, they have really talked to him about that. It sounds like. It's just, yeah, it it feels a little bit like we're not getting the most out of him. And it's not all in the coaching. A lot of it has to do with injuries, but it is being wasted for sure. Like his rookie contract is currently being wasted right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Zachary Shelton. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Carl Bolingtoft. Carl? Who asked the question? Oh, man, I saw someone say Philip Rivers has more protection in the bedroom than Herbert had in the pocket last night. <laughs> it's hard to stay shamelessly positive in these trying times, but I'll have you try. Make my day. Give me three good reasons that this Chargers team will make the playoffs. All right, Justin reason Herbert. Peace. Justin, that's number one across the board. I believe we can all agree on that. Number Absolutely. One. Number one. The Number last two. four games of our schedule are soft. So if we can win one out of these last two, we might be able to squeak in with 10 wins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's two. I like that. That's positive. Mm-hmm. 
Good we're going to get healthy here at the end of the season. Joy Bosa will be back. back. Mike Williams will be back. Yeah. Got to get healthy and see if we can make a little run. Donald, Donald Parham, don't leave out the six foot niner. He's yeah. coming in hot. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Feels I mean, good, actually. That yeah. That's good. You know, Feels Justin Herbert. <laughs> Justin Herbert. <laughs> I said it with a very monotone voice, but those are the three points. Yeah. Possible schedule. Yeah. And guys coming back that will ba 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 save the day. So, Charge. Um, there you go, Carl. Three good reasons. Thanks, Thank Carl. you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mark Bisnelli Jr., who asked the question. Seems like every motherfucking time we lose a motherfucking game, we get all these knock-knee motherfuckers bitching about the ownership. Dean motherfucking Spanos. I don't understand this horse shit. Why in the actual f- does the ownership have to do with the motherfucking football game? Some people blasting ownership either have their heads so far up each other's asses and are a bit inebriated from inhaling all of that shit gas or simply cannot use their brains appropriately. Those are some bungles that didn't absolutely motherfucking love my greatest theatrical achievement in 2006, Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> some motherfuckers be stepping and not stepping correct, mind you. F*** the Raiders. Please enlighten us, motherfuckers, that can't comprehend why the owner is the motherfucking issue. Everyone with any sense of fucking of reality knows the issue is without depth. The only thing I can see is these dingleberry sons of bitches blame Dean Dip and his bag of chips squad for waiting too motherflubbing long on cutting the cord with Tommy T. That's the only fucking thing that makes any sense to me. What says you? Is it time to cut that chode loose? What do you make of all these phallic pricks blaming Spanos for this horse shit of a season? Can't love you by motherfuckers and thanks for helping get through this shit stayed season. Hashtag bolt the fuck up. Dean Spanos. Hey, Come we got some here. Dean Spanos support here. A little wow. bit. In um, a roundabout way, maybe. I don't know if it's directly it's like a, What is that? Like all this, all shit rolls uphill. Um, it's like that saying, like, you know, like everything that's going on underneath it is it, essentially you can look at the top and be like, the buck okay, stops somewhere, somewhere. So I, I, I typically I, it's at the top. Yeah. And they've, and the span I has done a lot of very they're an easy target. Easy. Yeah, they're an, they're an easy, easy target, target, easy target. To, to go after. I mean, you look at the chargers as an organization, they've been the owners for a long time. And in that time, we've not, historically been a dominant football team so it's easy to go look i get it coaches come and go players come and go gms come and go you've been pretty consistent in us not winning super bowls so it's easy to go after them and a lot of those people that are hating on them are probably san diego charger fans that aren't happy that they're in la so sure um yeah everyone's gonna lash out at something it's you're gonna you don't know like you're gonna make up some reason why you hate the the strength and conditioning coach because you think he's in charge of all the injuries or mm-hmm. you're going to hate the fact that we don't have grass fields or like no. there's something that you're going to find a way to blame and that's totally fine. Blame whoever the hell you want. Right. Um, it's just the way of coping with us not performing to what the expectations were. Right. Yeah. What we all expect them to be. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's getting, it's getting more and more frustrating each week. It yep. really is. For sure. Yeah, I just need, no, I just want to put together some wins. Like I can't like four weeks and we're one in three in four weeks. Honestly, just don't too even much. right now. I'm like I just want to see like good football. I'm not like 
win, lose, or draw. I think that we'll we will win consistently if we can just play good football. Because that's we're just not seeing three phases of the game play well every week. It's just there's always one phase that sucks. It feels like every week, and it's yeah. just that's really frustrating. It's like I don't I don't care if we like win. I want to watch Charger football because I love the Chargers. I just want to see them play well. Yeah, mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> well, Mark Busnelli. Junior, don't thank know if you. that helped you. Yeah. I don't know if that really helped, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's there's a lot of people I think that can look at this and go like, okay, well, this is our issue. So why is this the issue? Well, this guy hired him. So, I mean, it's his fault. Well, who hired this guy? Well, this guy hired him. Well, who hired this right. guy? Well, it all goes to Dean Spanos. It's like, it's, it's how you blame <laughs> the coaches for the players not playing well. It's like they're Asante Samuel missed that, that deflection, that pass breakup. Mm-hmm. So is that his DB's coach's fault for a technique that he didn't teach him correctly? Or is that just Asante not making the play? Right. Yeah. Or is it the GM's fault for drafting Asante? Cause he should have known that he would make that play against Devonte Adams <laughs> yeah. against the Raiders right. in week yeah. 12. You know, right. it's like you, you could keep it going as long as you want. You're going to blame somebody. Yeah. Right. Uh, but there you go. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to et to Bruce Wayne certified fresh who asked the question. I have a question. What is this pain I feel in my chest every time I watch this second half of a Chargers game? Longing. Longing for consistent football. Um, and that generally leads to heart attacks. So somewhere it just kind of yeah, depends on where you are, where you are on the, on the range of longing. Um, longing turns into um, high blood pressure. Yeah. yeah, if it's happening every time, you might want to see a doctor. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that this is just in jest, but at the same time, if it's happening every game, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm worried for you. I want you to take I a want couple you to be Advil. Okay. Yeah, Come take on. some Advil. Come on, Bruce. We need yeah. you. Yeah, just see a doctor if, yeah. if, if that's the case. But because um, it's not it, changing, this is pretty much the way it is. So yeah, yeah, it's not going to get really any different. Maybe so. a couple ibuprofen before you know before the you know halftime. Just sure. to kind of the pre, because I heard that preemptive helps with heart attacks. So that could that could be the move. Hydrate, some baby aspirin, sure hydrated. Yeah, yeah get some Pedialyte and some yes. ibuprofen. There you go. Yeah, solid advice. Head to, still going to hurt though. It's it, still going to suck. It'll yeah. lessen the pain. It'll lessen yeah, it just a bit. Yeah. yeah. To Bruce Wayne, we are not doctors, but thank you for asking the yeah, question. That is not yeah, proper not advice. advice. Do not listen yeah, to yeah. us at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's move it on now to Boltville seven one four. Right. Who asked the question? You know what, man? F- the Raiders. Those fucking cockroaches can kiss my ass. <laughs> f- them. <laughs> and you know what else? F- all the haters too. They want to bitch about the loss. Motherfuckers, did you not all see our offensive line go to shit? F- the ribs. This motherfucker was out here running for his life. <laughs> Those cocksuckers got lucky we didn't have our O line. I promise you, all I have in this world is my word and my balls, and I break them for no one. <laughs> Every dog has his day, and it's all in, and to all our fan base. Some of you don't have the guts to be a diehard Charger fan, and you need people like Tommy T and Staley to point the fingers and say those are the bad guys. <laughs> and I always tell the truth, even when I'm lying. So, <laughs> you guys that are blaming Herbert for this loss, try sticking your head up your ass. <laughs> See what this. Anyways, <laughs> my question. <laughs> Either you're with us or against us. Bull gang or do not bang. See you, cockroaches in Thunder Alley. 
and told that motherfucker of a cockroach a chew to pull up. I got a friend who would like to say hello to his bitch ass. He's a real dog. Shout out to Chico Eric, a.k.a. Pero. Que love you, pa. <laughs> my question. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, people. <laughs> that was awesome. People are finding the most bizarre things to blame right now. Like it yeah. is, it is full panic mode in the Charger fandom. I saw someone saying we need new running backs. Eckler fumbled <laughs> once, and so he sucks now. And Come, we need to get him out. <laughs> he's a cockroach. Yeah. We need to start over. Yeah. Everything. It's like, guys, I like. I'm frustrated with you, but. I promise you, Herbert and Austin Eckler are not the problem. No. That is not They're the far issue. From it. No. The, he no. fumbled. That sucked, but that was not. That's not. Yeah, the Josh ultimate. Jacobs, too, then is garbage and needs to be cut. Like, they all fumble. It's, it, it I happens. Don't know. It, it's, it's, yeah. It's pretty. Just, let's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm just not sure about the people blaming Herbert for the loss. Like, if somebody were to blame That's Herbert insanity. for that, you need to maybe don't follow them or, you know, just if you don't, don't interact just with Just don't them make because, your football opinions known anymore because you don't know what you're talking about. No. I'm sorry. Like, if you're blaming Justin Herbert for that loss, you turn us off, shut us down. We're not the podcast for you because <laughs> yeah. we are Herbert truthers and that guy laid everything out there yeah. on Sunday. And, I don't blame him one ounce for that loss. No. Yeah, see, we wear t-shirts. He's dancing. We wear t-shirts with this stuffed animal on them. For Tequila. Tequila. All right. Boltville, 714. Yeah, and Ocho. This is, sorry, the stakes are so high because I want Ocho to go down so hard. And to be specific, Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel. Not Sam. I think we had a couple of people that might have said Sam in previous questions, and we want to make sure that that's clear. It's yeah. not hey, Sam. Multiple Achos. There are multiple Achos out are there. Are they family members? But has Sam come yeah. out and said his brother is a psychopath, or is he standing behind him? He might just be quietly like... Then he's guilty him, by association. He's guilty. Yeah, you got to come out. If my brother said some crazy <laughs> crap, I would immediately Kyle would immediately disown yeah. me and send yeah, me to the like, wolves. I don't, I don't agree with him. Don't let me in with this, idiot. I don't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Bolt Bill 714. Uh, thank you for the lack of question. Family's um, in the eye of the beholder. Am I right? There you go. Yeah. Let's move it on now to Dan Carter, who asked the question. A likelihood Staley keeps his job. I think this is certified fresh. Feeling pretty good about it. Okay. Maybe. Um, I don't think I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, I you just I don't think he's going anywhere. I think what he's done, the defense isn't great. The only thing people are really pissed off about is the run defense, which I totally understand. But we're still he's keeping us in these games, and with how bad this roster's gone with injuries, we're still competing. So I, you know, coordinators, sure, I think that's open open season at this point. I think that's become a conversation you need to have. I don't think Staley's going anywhere. I think every coach in the history of the Chargers except one has lasted three seasons. I think I saw that stat thrown out there recently. Um, maybe a Twitter stat, but I think it's real. Um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, it's real. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think it's having football is about winning. Like you have to win. Of course. It's not at the end of the day. It's nothing else. At the end of the day, you have to win. And he has had a lot of talent two years in a row and hasn't, if we don't make a playoff appearance, 
I think I think he's on the hot seat. I think if he got fired, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I was going to say the same thing. Like if I found if I saw a headline that said that he wasn't with the Chargers, I would I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't. I'm not rooting for it. I'm not hoping right. for it because I think one of the things that Staley has done for this team. I know at the end of the day, it's wins. But one of the things that we as fans have seen and have been chanting for is a change in the culture. And if Staley has brought anything to this team, he has brought a change in the culture uh, that is on the positive side of things. Now, obviously, if that doesn't get you wins, then what good is it? But it's not he's he hasn't had a losing season yet. I think if this ends up being a losing season, then potentially. But if this if we make a playoffs and we and be even just by the skin of our teeth, then I there I think he absolutely keeps his job. I think it, in terms of like when you're you know the owners and and Tom Telesco when they look at this and you look at what he's gone through this year in terms of personnel and all that stuff, absolutely. that's an easy like all right we got to give him one more go and hopefully we can stay healthy and see what he can really do because mm-hmm. this is the first year where he actually had the guys that he wanted. And none of them have stayed healthy. Last year, he was dealing with the previous roster. And a lot of those guys are completely f-ing gone. Right. So this is, I think you need to give him at least two years with the roster he's trying to build and not rip cord and try and get out of it. Offensive coordinator, that's the one I think you talk about. Um, and people are talking about having Vic Fangio come in as D coordinator. That would be interesting. What that means for, you know, Staley, because he is a strong defensive coach Mm -hmm. um our defense doesn't speak to that but he has had strong defenses in the past so um i don't think he's going anywhere i feel pretty confident about it yeah i would say the likelihood is low but not out of the realm of possibility Um, i it was like last the two years ago when lynn was about to go like that felt like it was time to go yeah this doesn't feel like that at all I don't, I'm not feeling at that level that I but was feeling with you, Lynn and the mistakes and the, how poorly he coached. Like do you just think that there's, Do you think there's potential for Tom Telesco to be let go? That's a good question. I, I don't think you let both of them go. It's tough. That's man. for well, sure. I think that if you let if you bring in a new GM, a GM is going to want to have a say in who the head coach is. That's an and interesting I think point. That that's yeah. where if you don't make the playoffs, Tommy T is gone. A new GM comes and has a guy that he loves that's out there available. I think that's when I think that's when it could ha- like it could happen. I think I don't think it's beyond the realm. Now I think that another year I, consistency at the the head guy is okay, um, but I there I think if we don't make the playoffs, there will be coaching. There will be turnover on the coaching staff. Yeah, there will be. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Dan. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Leo. Who asked the question, sorry guys, no voice today, but the fact of the matter is that the Chargers are in a precarious position, lose no more than one more game and win out. That's the situation, and the remaining schedule is winnable, but the next two games will be tough. But the Bolts can still win them if we pull out all the stops, even with injuries. Creativity with play calling will be the key down the stretch. I'm optimistic that the boys can pull it off. That said, my question are whether there is a chance we move off Lombardi at the end of the season despite our record. And since the Bolts are so racked with injuries, if you could sign any charger great to replace an injured player, who would it be? Personally, I'd sign prime Antonio Cromartie to replace JC or Jamal Williams for Austin Johnson. As always, guys, bolt all the way the f*** up and keep the faith. Caleb, you bye. 
your normal speaking voice makes it sound like so sad in this context. I just if that's if they don't want a voice, I'm not gonna hey, I'm not gonna hey, force. When they one say no voice, force it. Yeah, it means no, no means voice. No. Yeah, no yeah. means no. We I listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So the first question: uh, Does Lombardi keep his job at the end of the season despite the record? I think we talked about it, and I, I don't think that he does. I don't. I mean, if the Chargers went out, do you think he keeps his job? <sighs> yeah, I think if we went out, we went yeah. five in a row to finish the season, and we're eleven wins heading into the playoffs. Right. I think, I think, I think so. I'm yeah. not saying if that you, that's likely. I'm just saying if that yeah, was the just, opportunity, it just feels like we have no identity in our offense, and that's hard as a as an offensive coordinator. That's you're responsible for setting the tone for what you're in, regardless of injuries. Your whole your backups, your starters. Everything should be built around the identity of your team. And it just doesn't feel like we've had an identity for two years as far as what our offense is. Um, Do you so, think if we had everybody healthy that we would have an identity? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. And a hundred percent, but it's just nobody stays healthy. Right. It's like we're severely banged up, but like nope. The Chiefs were banged up when they came in and beat us on Sunday night. And you didn't see them drop at all like you didn't see a drop off in production from Mahomes. right they all stepped up all different they they were able to scheme it so that travis kelsey had four thousand yards and 15 touchdowns in one game is what it felt like right yeah so it's like they found a way to scheme open their best players and yeah i feel like it's just there's just something missing in what our game plan is every week mm -hmm. all right and then if you were to sign any charger great to replace an injured player who would it be Give me Nick Hardwick. Give me a center. I just feel like God, no center is his. No center is just so devastating for our offense. Yeah, you have to have that quarterback of the offensive line with mm -hmm. all the young guys that are up there. We have to have it. Yeah, I think he said it for me. Mine would be Jamal Williams for Austin Johnson. Jamal yeah. Williams was such a freaking beast um, that would make it such an immediate impact on what this defense should be. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll just. I know he's coming back, but I'll say Antonio Gates for Donald Parham. Oh, good call too, man. Good choice. Gatesy yeah, if like Gates was out there, in would be such a difference. Can you imagine Gates catching a touchdown from Justin Herbert? No, That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> that would be insane. He, I just even if it's in the off season and they're just kind of playing around, seeing Justin Herbert throw Antonio Gates a a, a tutty, it'd make my heart happy. It yeah, would make my heart happy time. too. Just picturing it makes my heart happy. <laughs> uh, Leo, thank you. For asking the question let's move it on now to squishy muffins certified fresh who asked the question <laughs> new question asking purser here love the show guys let me drop my opinion below and i promise you i'll have a question lined up injuries are a contributing factor to this mess of a season 100 but to say we've lost all six games because of them is a lie that Raiders game was a clear sign of why this staff needs to be wiped off the board. Asking your backup O-line to do exactly what the starters do is complete insanity. I saw no changes in the scheme or the game plan that uh, catered to the backup strength. Look, injuries happen, so you need to have a clear plan for your backups when they inevitably will have, uh, will have to start. This staff has failed to put these players in positions to succeed at some level and help contribute to the team's success. They have failed. I mean, Staley staying at uh, saying at half 
that we need to run the ball more and continuing not to speaks volumes to the miscommunication within the coaches. Eckler and Kelly were having their way. Even with how bad our O-line was, they were turned away from it. Not double covering Devontae, a.k.a. their only receiving threat, is beyond foolish. Staley should have double covered him and forced Las Vegas to beat us with Jacobs and the amazing Mac Hollins. The issue with this team is beyond injuries. And Telesco, I know he's made aggressive signings, but players get hurt, therefore you need depth. Foster Sorrell, this random edge rusher named Tauska, he's had more failed draft picks than good signings, and the record with him as GM speaks for itself. 72-85 with two playoff appearances in 10 years and three different head coaches. Guys, we have been outscored 9-49 to after the half the last seven games and have failed to score a third-quarter touchdown in five of those. If Herbert isn't perfect and playing heroics, this offense does not thrive. It does not look good. My question goes as follows. What have you guys seen that tells us this team should not consider the possibility of firing everyone from Telesco to Ronaldo Hill? I'd like to hear your guys' answers and try not to use injuries as an excuse as it happens to every team, specifically to us every season the past decade, it seems. Good coaches know how to win in spite of them. Bad coaches don't. Thank you, Bolt fam. And again, love your show. Squishy muffins coming in with a banger. Wow. Squishy did their homework. They did. Um, And make some good points. Yeah, I feel like this question is where I'm sitting right now. This purgatory of like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I I feel like we should, even with backups, we should still be just playing better. And like, like I said, with our offense, there's just feels like there's no identity and a little bit of a guessing game. And the other team is consistently outsmarting us in how they're going to show up and play. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, I feel like it's not, awful i feel like there is game plan we're allowing like coaches come out and said we're putting all these resources towards stopping the pass that's what allowing the run we haven't allowed 30 points in a game i from what i can remember in a long time i haven't i'm not looking at the scores right now but it feels like we're keeping teams in the 20s like scores are down i know they're rushing for a lot of yards but at least we have an identity we have a game plan going into these games we had a pick six on Sunday. Like defense is still playing with a lot of injuries, a lot of people missing, no pass rush without Bosa. And I know I'm not supposed to talk injuries, but I'm saying they it feels like they've made some adjustments and tried to cover up with some of those um flaws. Um offensively, yeah, I don't have to be better. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like anything has shifted or adjusted or changed. It's throwing fade routes to DC on fourth and fourth in the game it's yeah i don't know right. i don't know i think it's just like so much of the game i'm like what why did we do that what and i don't know football as well as lombardi i hope i don't think so and it's <laughs> but it's starting to feel like maybe i do which is not good <laughs> i think a lot of people are feeling that right now yeah it's uh, it, the offense is the the troubling one and the, the offense is what has brought a lot of new fans to the to the yeah. chargers Good the point. excitement that they were the last couple of years and what they were able to do. So the fact that we've been playing like this is just so frustrating. I used to be incredibly excited every time the offense was on the field. Yeah. I'm not yeah. feeling that anymore. 
Right. Um, because I, I I don't feel super confident in what's gonna happen. Even I don't, week one. Week yeah. one, I remember you talking about that. It just felt different. And we still had right. all of our guys then. So mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of slowly revealing itself that and even I was watching that game and I was like, why are we trying to maintain Justin in the pocket? Like, why are we not trying to do other stuff and get him moving, get him out of harm's way and let him scramble and get things done? It just wasn't happening. And you mm-hmm. could, I could see that Will Clapp was getting, and the guards were just getting demolished and the push they were getting up the middle was insane. Like, yeah. I can see that. How, how, how am I seeing that? You're not. Um, mm-hmm. I just, it's, well, I don't think it's, it's that they're not seeing that. They're definitely seeing it. Why aren't it's just they adjusting? Kind of a, throw your hands up with, uh, what the hell do I, uh, at, at the end of the day, football is about blocking and tackling, and we're not doing a good job of that. So right. you can blame that on coaches for prepare, not preparing them or t- coaching them up well enough. Uh, it's just, some if you can't block, we'll c- call whatever the hell you want. It's not going to work. Yeah. If right. you can't block the guy across from you, you can call whatever you want. It's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as a reason to not uh, consider the possibility of firing everyone from Telesco to Ronaldo Hill. I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was yeah. just going to say, I mean, it, it, you mentioned, you know, to not bring up injuries and I get it. Yeah. You should be able to coach up anybody. I should be, I mean, but that's the thing is like, we have so many, it's not just a few playmakers, you know, this isn't just, we lost Rashawn Slater and Joey Bosa and we've got to adjust accordingly. We have lost, over 10 people, I'm sure. Like, I haven't looked at the An entire offensive line, pretty much. An entire offensive line was basically gone this last game, short of Matt Filer. And But the point is you should be able to adjust and, like, have a plan of attack and still win football games. Right, and I, and I get that, and I get that, but I don't know. I think there's so, something has to be said for how many injuries. I mean, if you have, if you took all of the players away and put different players out there on the field, would you expect the coaches to be able to win a game with a completely different set of guys? Like, I understand, like, it's not quite to that extent. Let, let but me at what pose point it this do way. You, yeah. do, you, do you think our same players, the same injuries, do you think with Bill Belichick at the, at the, as the head coach, we would be doing a better job or no? Given the experience? Everything. Everything exactly the same. You have the same injuries, the same players right. playing. Bill Belichick is now your head coach. Have we won more games? I think that answers your question if you think it's the coaching. Or if it's just strictly injuries. Mm-hmm. Or Andy Reid. You bring Andy Reid and his offensive scheming. Do Have have we played better? Would we mm-hmm. have played better? Because mm-hmm. then it's coaching. Like it. That's but like obviously injuries suck. That's inevitable. That happened. Mm-hmm. But are our coaches doing a good enough job of adjusting and making changes so we can still win games? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a good hard point. to answer. It's a tough one to sw- tough pill to swallow. It is, and I think the reason why it's such and a I don't tough... want to swallow it. No, and I don't either. Yeah, no. I don't want to swallow it either. I, I think that's wanna. why. Yeah. <laughs> that's my issue with people wanting to say that it's the coaching, because it's like. I don't know. I feel like if we were at a job and we knew somebody wasn't doing well at a job, we would we would fire that person or reprimand them or do something about it. But as a fan, if we see a coach that isn't doing well or even a player that isn't doing well, it's like, to what end are we going to do anything about it? Like, I can't yeah. do anything about it. I'm not going to boycott the team. I'm not going to stop watching right. them. I'm not going to stop being a fan. Right. So it doesn't 
feel good to put a blame on a player or a coach or uh or even a gm like i get it like yes we're all doing the math and we're all finding the facts and we're like okay well these are the stats and these are the reasons so it's like what do you want me to do i I can't do anything like i'm just i'm a guy in missouri like just doing a stupid podcast with my two guys like i can't do anything about it like I think that's why it's so frustrating to have these kind of conversations because we can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's all opinions. It's all all opinions and it's all basically hearsay. It's just helping people who are watching. It's just funny sometimes just to sit back and like think about the idea that we're watching football like a sport. Right. And we get so fired up about it and we get and invested. Like, yeah. I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say in rebuttal to you is that it helps us to be able to process and digest what we're watching, right? Like yeah. if I can pinpoint the issue, I can feel better about why we're losing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we're just grown men watching a sport on TV. Right. <laughs> and I shouldn't need like a reason to help me digest the fact that we lost, but that's <laughs> right. what it is. Yeah. You know, like we're I think committed. that's what it is. We're committed to it. But yeah. It's like you're so invested. You're like, I need a reason. I need someone to blame or else I'm gonna die. Like the world's gonna <laughs> end. Gonna and die. I'm not gonna be able to process this. I can't go to work. I need to blame someone. So just let me blame them. <laughs> Which is okay. I, I get it's it. It's fine. I, it, yeah. I felt that for the last 24 hours. Right. I I I just I can't do it because I, like I said, I don't have any control over it. So I don't feel the, yep. the, that doesn't help me. If it helps you, right. it's like, yeah, then do it, please. Like I, if I want you to feel help, but it's but, not going to change me turning the game on, on Sunday night yeah. and rooting for the chargers. No, it's just, it's not going to adjust any of those things. So like, yeah, I, I, I totally hear what you're saying. I just think that that's why people need the, they need the, I need to blame someone so that I can go on with my life. Yeah. 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 So my life can continue and I don't there needs to be a reason why I'm here. S- spending so much of my time loving this yeah. team. I why need a reason this why sad? this isn't working. Who, yeah. who did this to me? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tom. <laughs> Damn you. Tom. Fault. Um, all right. So squishy muffins. Uh, I don't know that we could come up with a reason. <laughs> so maybe that you. answers your question. Maybe yeah. that answers your that's, question. That's where we are. All, we're all at right so, now. So, Thank you for asking it. Uh, oh, we're shamelessly positive. We are. Oh, so shamelessly positive. <laughs> so, and don't be a stranger. Um, that was a, that yeah, was a good one. Back. That was it's a good a, one. That was, was a, a debut. It was yeah. a, yeah. Came in strong. Let's it move it on Cannonball now. into the ass bowl. <laughs> cannonball. It really was. Yeah. Big splash. Um, let's move it on now to Senora Snappy, who asked the question. Hi, guys. I tested Huggins' outfit changing theory. He might be onto something. <laughs> I swapped out shirts, pants, beanie position, and hairstyles. Maybe I should have changed outfits 10 times to match the pace of the game. Tough loss. Hope your hearts are okay. Kayla, be bye. Oh, thanks, Senora. Yeah, you just didn't get the perfect alignment. Of, yeah. You got to keep switching it up. Got to keep it up. The, and perfect. I will say, I will say, miss it. Worked again. Worked again. It worked again. And people like on the it. first one, we had people tweeting at us like, sorry, I forgot to do it. I'm like, all right, we'll do it <laughs> next time. You watch what happens. Right. And it totally worked. And it totally worked. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yes. So um, superstitions, there's something to them. It happens. It yeah. works from time to time. Uh, hey, seen, yeah. Broken clocks, right? Twice a day. That's right. Love me a broken <laughs> <That's> clock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Blind squirrel finds a nut, right? Yep. Amen. Um, amen. Senior Snappy, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Neiman2419. Or the squirrel dies. 
who asked the question. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for being always positive. My question is, how would you feel if the Chargers went back to the run-run-pass style of offense? Do you like having Herbert throw for over 45 times a game? I honestly feel like we need more balance than we give up on running the ball way too early. That's the recipe for winning a good offense is to be balanced, but we just haven't shown the ability to do that. Haven't shown the ability to run the ball much. Honestly, it's crazy. Coach, you were saying yeah. like, let's just throw every play. Let's see what happens. The, reason, passes, the yeah. reason the pass looked open is because we're throwing the ball so much. Right. Yeah. Or the reason the run looked open is because we're throwing it. It's like you, we, I don't know. We can't have balance right now. We're not, we're not a good enough football team. Like just to go in there and, say this is what we're doing deal with it mm -hmm. it's a we got to roll with the punches and adjust and make changes on the fly and yeah you got right now you got to put the ball in justin's hands I, you, he's the best player. we're gonna run the ball a little bit here and there to slow try to slow down that pass rush but um yeah right now that's what it is and give up on the play action like we try play action chandler jones almost got to the his five-step drop before justin did yeah it it's crazy. like there's no reason under center play action should ever be in the playbook right now until Corey Lindsley and Pipkins are back, like just getting that. If you're going to throw, make it obvious, get in the shotgun, go back to Oregon action. Just clap, yeah. go, just go back to the, go no back huddle. to the roof. Just line up there and see how it goes. Yeah. There you go. Just, just try different. something. Just try, try something it. different. Just try it. What do you have to lose at this point? Uh, Neiman two, four, one, nine. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Lexi M who asked the question. Okay. Both fam. Don't listen to the crazy people saying Herbert won't stay and we need Peyton as our head coach. Staley has done so much for this team. We need Lombardi and something no one talks about. Our strength and conditioning team needs to go. We are getting too many injuries and I don't know why. However, on a shamelessly positive note, Justin is definitely back to 100%. Everett and Palmer had a really good game. I'm excited to see Allen and Williams get back to themselves as we saw a hit of Allen already. Now, question time. What one adjustment you would make to improve to finish out the season strong? FTR, K, love you, bye. Love your positivity, Lexi. This is, yeah. this is nice. <laughs> I love this. Um, yeah, one adjustment. One little adjustment. Just Corey Lindsley stays healthy the rest of the the rest Is of the time. Is that really an adjustment? <laughs> That's the adjustment I would anymore. make. Just I don't think it is it how much how important that man is to this team and how well this offense moves. Yeah. Corey Lindsley is essential. We yeah. saw like I think if Corey Lindsley was in that game, whatever whatever was surrounding him. That is a completely different game. We win that game with Corey Lindsley. I feel that mm. strongly about it. Yeah. I really do. So that's that's the adjustment I would make. Um, a better a helmet or uh, something for him. That No, yeah, better helmet. A better helmet um, and one of those neck things that pushes the the blood, you know, those weird The thing that Drew Tranquil wears. That's Tranquil. the adjustment I would yeah. make, yeah. Lindsley's neck. Do you think it's possible for a player to go out there with that extra padded helmet that they wear in practice? Is that, or would that just be too no, goofy man, during a, not a game? Allowed to, but it'd be sick. We <laughs> should do that for sure. Serious. We should just show up like the kid in Little Giants with the yeah. bubble wrap. All yeah. of every player's bubble wrap. Yeah. 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 
Um, can you think of any other adjustments there, Kyle? I don't know. I don't know what the one adjustment is. I really don't. I mean, as a guy who's never played football or knows how to analyze it properly without the help of Kyle, the coach Duggan, I would say, uh, have a tight end, just chip block on every freaking play. Just as much help as that O-line can get. That's the thing though. Like Max, Max Crosby did not have a pressure in the game. Like he didn't, or he didn't have a sack. Right. We, we were chipping the hell out of Max Crosby. But yeah. you can't do it to both sides or you got no one in the route. So right. that's why Chandler Jones were like, well, good luck. And he he, he did had good. luck. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Um, yeah. Um, I don't I don't know what the one the one change is, except for like you have to play insanely clean football. We have such a small um like margin for error right now with the way that we're playing. We have to play clean. There's no turnovers. You cannot turn the ball over. Um, that's really what killed the momentum of our game against the Raiders. That oh, extra yeah. fumble. Yeah. It just they in the very next play threw the ball deep because they had momentum and Devontae scored and we never saw the lead again. So we just have such a small margin for error, we cannot turn the ball over. Yeah. I don't right. it's not really an adjust again. I, I don't know if that, that counts as an adjustment, but I'll take it. If Kevin can say Corey Lindsley is an adjustment, I think we can take okay. ball control <laughs> we're as an pull, adjustment. We're pulling it out on this episode, guys. <laughs> Lexi, thank you for asking the question. Stay positive, too. Keep that up. Absolutely. Let's move it on now to Arnie Gordon, who asked the question. Instead of firing the Chargers staff, can we turn that effort towards fans? (laughs) Fire fans. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think any of us want to take a stance uh, on this. Oh. Uh, no, we're not going to fire. We, you, we've we been don't working fire. hard to we've have We've been a talking fan base. about wanting fans for so <laughs> yeah. long. We can't yeah. just go start firing them now. Yeah. No, no. We just got to teach them the ways of the Jedi, the yeah. ways of the Charger fans. The ways <laughs> of Grandma Dorothy. Yeah, Dorothy. that's what they need. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's there's no it's place a, like it's home. a battle, and it's it's hard, and you just got to stick it out, and it is what it is. And I don't it doesn't matter, dude. Every fan base is calling for their coach's head. If you're not in the playoffs, leading of a course, division, yes, yes, you're calling for their head. It's not it's not unique to the Chargers fan base. Yeah, um, it's everyone. So we're not we want all the fans we can get, and let's just let's just be a big happy family. Yeah, and just try to do support that? the Chargers, and when they're not playing well, you can be honest with your opinions and feelings, and absolutely not be happy about it. And we'll keep. And guess what? Every Sunday, I'm turning it on, baby. Yeah. Let's go turn start it over. On. We just turn on that fan, and we go support the team. There you go. I love it. Love it, Arnie. Thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now, fans. Let's move it on now to my bolts burner, who asked the question. At this point, should we still be cheering for playoffs, even if it is a West Coast exit for player experience? Or should we want a top 10 pick in the draft? Man, is this depressing, LOL. I don't want, I want to win football games. I don't yeah, give I don't a shit about, about the picks, picks dude. Yeah. We're not great at making them. So I, I would rather get something. I'd rather have wins. Um, Yeah. It is depressing. I want to make the playoffs every year. I don't yeah. care if it costs us draft picks. Yeah. I want to squeak into the playoffs if that's what it, if that's what it takes. All right. The more times we're there, the more comfortable we're there, the more it just like has a way of multiplying and getting better every year. So I want to be in the playoffs every single year. I don't care if it 
hurts our draft picks in the least bit. Yeah. I'm with you. For That's sure. my opinion. All right. My Bolts Burner, thank you for asking and the question. pretty sure you're certified fresh. So, hi. <laughs> we right. work on pretty sure's here at Charger Shop. We're pretty sure. <laughs> possibly, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Mr. Pekar. <laughs> Who asked Pecker? the question. I am so pissed after this game, but not because of the Chargers losing. We are more banged up than those pirate hooker village bicycle tramp stamped Raider fans are. <laughs> I am pissed off at, dare I say, our social media charger fans. Bolt the F up or shut the F up. Stop peacing and mourning and saying, I am thinking about leaving. I am thinking about selling my season tickets. Fire everyone and then we'll be good. Again, bolt the F up or shut the f up. You can be constructive and you can criticize, but stop being baby back bitches about it. <laughs> but I guess it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. <laughs> Angry rant over. Uh. Now for some shamelessly positive feedback. Set pick six from Bryce Callahan. Ooh, a single beauty. That fourth and twelve to Keenan Allen, it was sweeter than fifteen Schnitzelgrubens drenched in sauerkraut and a night alone with Lily von Stoop. <laughs> the Finn Fornicators lost to the Niners in case he lost. My question is, if you were to name the Chargers season so far with a movie title, what would it be? Also, when we win out the rest of the season, what titles then? Thank you. Case of you bye. Good. I feel like I always get put on the spot with a lot of questions. I'm putting you guys for the movie title questions. <laughs> this has to be a you guys answer for sure. And you better be good. Let's see. So for so let's start a, one at a time. So uh, the Charger season so far so with far. the movie title. I'll give you some adjectives to describe the season so far so you guys okay. can think of a movie, okay? All right, okay. let's hear um, it. Disappointing, uh, underperforming, um, really, really hurt. Think like gruesome, um, gore, injuries. Um, think about what else can we describe the season as? Um, hopeful in the midst of. You're going no. all, dude, you were literally going <laughs> um, all over the place. Doesn't help you at all. My no, brain, is, what, my brain was going dark, and now it's going. Feels open. like I yeah, got it for you. The Easy. Is. Okay. Go. Hope floats. Never okay. seen it. Sandra Bullock picture. Hope floats. <laughs> all right. I can. Does. I can get behind that. Right. I can get behind that. Yeah. Not a great answer, but you. I was going dark. You but brought the hope. One. Yeah. The hope and game. it floats. Okay. Hope floats. And I, I don't think this is necessarily a good title. It's more thinking about the movie, but maybe Castaway. <laughs> where <laughs> Wilson. Everything just seems Joey like Bosa the is worst. On an island alone. You're, you're on an island alone. Everything's gone. You just feel like there's no hope. But at the end of, you know, spoiler there's alert for anybody hope. that hasn't seen Castaway, but <laughs> shit Hanks works out. Found. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. He does get home and he's divorced, but he gets home. But he gets sure. home. Yeah, he gets yeah. home. That's all yeah. that matters. 
Something right, with good. like some kind of like a uh, hospital movie where like the surgeons hurting all You're the in a patients. Coma? Yeah, like something where like somebody's yeah. getting hurt at a hospital. Like they're there for you know something, and somebody's just hurting them. Um, wow. Somebody's just hurting them. Somebody's just hurting patients. <laughs> is this the fan experience? Is yeah. what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, pretty like much. You're in a coma and you can see everything that's going on. And you can't do anything oh, to stop. Oh, yeah. All you can do is the diving bell it. and the butterfly. He's it's sitting like, there comatose. The, and you can the Matthew see everything. McConaughey movie where he goes into a different dimension and he sees himself in a younger age making a decision. Yeah, Interstellar. That's a, that's our season so far. You're like. You want to make it stop. You want to have the power to do something, but you're just sitting there watching bad things happen. Or if you want to look at it where all you can do is laugh and nothing else, Patch Adams. Patch Adams. <laughs> Everyone has, all the kids have cancer. Laughter is the best one. medicine. <laughs> Everyone's hurt on the Chargers, but we're going to laugh But we might as well it. laugh about might it. Might as well have a good time. Those subtitles were okay. good question. And so, it, well, now, if we went out the rest of the season, what is our movie title? Remember the Titans? Or is that two on the nose? Oh, what it's was it? Never, um, two, never two on the nose. What? What's, oh, no. What is the movie? Remember the Titans is like the answer in Sunday School of Jesus. It's just always right. <laughs> it's always the right answer. Always the right answer. <laughs> just remember the Titans. What is the name of is that it, movie? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Nailed it. I mean, yes. I mean, but good answer. Not what we were looking for, but good answer. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Give me some the, hints there, Kevin. Like, what are we talking about? I'm looking about? it up right now because it's... Uh, uh, are you going to type in what is it? What is it? What is it? And what find is it? What it? is it? <laughs> what is, the Expendables. Ah. We're going to win with all... Uh, it's a team effort. We're all yes. going to come together and be a little... Not quite the tip top, but we're yes. going to get it done. There you go. Mm. Mm. With Sliced Alone, the experience. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Because there's all a few. These, yeah. Hey, folks, if you've got a better idea, put and it down in the comments. And then there's so many better ones out it. there. Yeah. These like, are right sure. off the cuff. Yeah. yeah this, this is, is us going cuff. like, uh, <laughs> we're usually good at this. Something's... Can I buy a vowel? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Mr. Pekar, thank you for asking the question. Thank and thank you, you, everybody, for asking questions Boys. and Ask Bolt Fam. This was too long. I, well, we lost to the Raiders. This still we, turned into an hour and 47 minute episode. We had to talk it out. Kyle, this is, the, it's the talking cure. You know, we got it. So much. You're right. I hope we were helpful to somebody out there. I, yeah, I, I, absolutely. That That's really one of the I feel better. Things. I don't know how you feel, Adam. I All feel right, well, good. there you go. We helped. Yeah, I'm ready to beat the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to <laughs> screw you, Al. Slap to her around. Fuck you, Darby. <laughs> um, all right. Well. I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? No, I'm just it's tough. Losing to the Raiders is like losing two games at the same it's time. Bad. So yeah, it's really hard. We will come back. We will get better. We're going to win some of these games down the stretch, and hopefully, it's enough of them. All right, We're prove Acho wrong on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> Justin's purpose the guy. You know he's heard that. You know he heard it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up. Because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. <clears throat> and now, a word from our sponsors. You could be the next millionaire with the underrated Callahan's Pick 6 Lottery. Make it look easy and win big with Callahan's Pick 6 Lottery. Just pick six numbers and win big. Drawings every Sunday from September to January. So get your ticket today for Callahan's Pick 6 Lottery.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.